Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The bulletin we're going to have now with uh, Daniel McCarty, who of course has been uh, in France for a couple of weeks and uh, now back on deck here. But who's though if uh, the All Blacks can uh, knock over um, their quarterfinal opponent who looks like it's going to be Ireland? Daniel McCarty might be back on the plane to call a bit of history. We'll she'll wait and see. Uh, good morning to you, uh, Daniel McCarty. Uh, it says here in the notes, I've got to give you some handover notes. I've got no handover notes for you, mate. You're a wily old character. Uh, you might have some notes for Eddie Jones, though. What do you, you, you might have some notes for Eddie Jones and Wallabies Rugby. What do you, what do you make of that? I'm so torn, Smithy. I can't wait to fill in that that that, that, that big big shoes that you will leave, my friend, as you, you depart. So uh, looking forward to whittling away your audience to next to nothing when you return, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> a, bit, a bit like Australian rugby fans. Um, as Eddie Jones has done. You know what? I'm so torn on this one, Smithy. I, I, I think in an era, an era of uh, mundane media personalities in rugby, Eddie Jones is a maverick. I actually love listening to him. Um, so, so part of me wants to, him to stay on. I know he's got a long-term deal with Australia, but boy, oh boy, they look, they've just looked horrendously coached side, haven't they, unfortunately? Um, uh, now these systemic issues in Australian rugby has been for a couple of decades and we've talked about it ad nauseum, haven't we? But that side looked completely lost. And I'm just quickly going back um, and looking at the, the Australian side that played France on the end of uh, year two or last year, you know, almost 12 months ago, not even 12 months ago when Dave Rennie was still in charge. Of the 15 that started against France and lost by one point, at the Parc uh, Stade de France, where France have not lost a test since 2017. Just four of the 15 players who started against Wales fronted in that game, Smithy. That's alarming, isn't it? All four were in the mm. forwards. So a completely new backline. So I wonder if he's tried to change too much. Coaching staff included in that. Mixed messaging. Uh, they, they looked so disconnected, didn't they? Um, and I felt very... I felt actually sad for Australian rugby and the Wallabies. And you compare it to the, the French side of 12 months ago who essentially ran out the side that uh, took on the All Blacks in game number one. So France, near the top of the pile, full of continuity. Australia uh, are a sorry mess. And it's a real shame because, let's be honest, there's impacts on New Zealand rugby. We are intrinsically tied, our high performance, to South Africa and Australia. South Africa are out of super rugby, and I think that's already starting to show uh, an impact. And what we here in New Zealand are relying on on a sport that is definitely in crisis in Australia. But, you know, there's, there's massive problems across the ditch. And uh, I'm sure you and I are not going to fix it in the next six or seven minutes. No, we're not. Uh, but we could also ask this question. Uh, and that, you know, right from the outset when they said, we've got Eddie Jones, we've finally got our man. In other words, we've got an Aussie to coach Australia. We're loving this. Uh, Eddie's, it's been about Eddie. I mean, it's, it's been about Eddie the whole time, and it's still about Eddie now because Eddie stands up and says, look, it's on me. I, I, it's my fault. Uh, you know, I made these selections. I made these choices. I haven't coached this side well enough. It's still about Eddie. Yep, that's what he does. Um, it, it's from that playbook of maybe trying to deflect attention from his players. I always refer to that masterclass of a press conference 
he gave when coaching England at the last World Cup ahead of taking on the All Blacks, where he spent just half an hour throwing out the weirdest, strangest things. And all of us in the media completely latched onto them and, you know, took our eye off the, off the pressure on maybe the English players. He always has made it about himself. Uh, but the chickens have come home to roost. But it does seem, uh, you know, a very, very um, complicated landscape, Australia. I, you know, I really enjoyed Stan Sports commentary and, and their analysis after the game yesterday. But I couldn't help but stare at Justin Harrison, who's offering a critique on their tournament. And he's the boss of the Players Association. It just, it just seems very odd to, to me what's going on in Australian rugby top to tail. Oh, look, I, I, do, I, I echo those thoughts. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm not a big post-pre-halftime sort of a yeah. guy myself, but I absolutely loved it. Uh, and I loved the fact that there was disagreement on the panel as well. And, uh, you know, um, Sonny Bill was uh, really heavily involved with that. Uh, DuPont, um, you've uh, tasted a bit of DuPont fever because you've been to France, obviously. I, I'm not writing this kid off at all. I, I think he'll be there, mask or not. Yeah, I'm with you, Smithy. Uh, this guy's I keep describing it as he is a rock and roll star. He's not a sports star. He's rock and roll. He is everywhere. And we finished off our little trip in Toulouse where he, play, where he plays his club rugby and he's, his shirt's on every sports uh, shop. Uh, his book is front and centre of most bookstores. He's had documentaries, cartoons made about him. He is a massive deal. And it's understandable because the guy is fantastic. We played an incredible clip from Ronan O'Gara, the La Rochelle coach, talking about how do you game plan for DuPont, and he just described him as uh, just a, a once-in-a-lifetime player, can run, you fend like a centre, can run like a winger, can, can you know, direct a game like a first five, and this is all from the number nine jersey. Uh, to get him back central to France's chance of winning this tournament, I would think. Foucault's a very nice player, uh, the guy will come off the bench and, and start, you know, fill in those big shoes, but he's not going to do it, the job that uh, Dupont uh, will do. So we, we do. Uh, the rugby fan in me wants him to play. So I know there's chat of the mask, as, you, as you've touched on exactly what that looks like. There's some, some pretty strident, stringent rules from World Rugby, exactly what you can um, have across your face. But uh, I'm sure uh, the, the nation of France still holding its breath on Anton Dupont. We were just talking to Lisa Alexander, a former coach of the Diamonds for 10 years, a winning ratio of 81%, 102 games in charge. She's got pretty much full faith in uh, Dame Nolene Tauroa and this uh, current crop of silver ferns to turn this around. Um, I'm not sure I have. Yeah, it's a real dent, isn't it? Losing to an English side who um, have seen over not their full-strength lineup straight on the back of a World Cup that New Zealand uh, disappointed. Uh, and, and I think for the first time, um, probably Dame Nolan herself is probably looking in the mirror and thinking, do I need to make some changes? Uh, and, and I'm sure the spotlight from the New Zealand sporting public um, is, is now firmly shined on that team, shining on that team, because the results are speaking for themselves. So let's, let's hope they can can bounce back and, and finish off the series on a high. But it, it's a little bit unusual sort of questioning Dame Nolene, right, Smithy? We're, we're, we're just accustomed to her and her team's performing and, and winning the big games. So um, the doldrums, you could almost uh, say, that they're finding themselves in uh, after these last couple of months. Happy with the, uh, the way the EPL has uh, started? Absolutely. Um, although I'm not too happy with how good Manchester City look. 
Smithy. I, I did say mm. I did say on the Saturday session, my prediction is Man City will lead from week one through to week 38. And unfortunately, I know my beloved Liverpool just one point behind. It looks much the same. They're just so good. You know, with players like Calvin Phillips, who's you know a nailed-on squad member on the English squad, can't even crack that Manchester City lineup. It just shows the ridiculous depth they do have. They're just so well run, beautifully coached, got amazing players. So I expect them to win when all is said and done. But maybe Liverpool are um, bubbling away at the surface and, and appearing to be their next rival. Spurs, what a great story. Ange Ball, Ange Postacoglu. Have you got a poster of him on the mm-hmm. wall? Yeah. Um, yes, I have. He, I have. Yeah, I, no, in fact, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm taking it with me to India, believe it or not. <laughs> he's just such a such a real dude, isn't he? He's just he's just a quintessential Aussie, making sure he shouted out to his Carlton Blues before uh, the North London derby. And I think all the, the journos in the, in the press room had absolutely no idea what he was talking about. Um, mm-hmm. And then his side come from behind uh, to snatch a point against, you know, the second-best team in England last season. So, and just going great. Manchester United, what a strange-looking lineup they look like they have at the moment. They've got lots of work to do both on and off the park. So, it, it does seem to me, though, uh, that we will be talking more about places 2 through to 20. It just looks like Man City are going to flex their muscles again. And I did see a big story in one of the English publications today about can they win all four after winning the treble last season? <laughs> oh dear, I'm not sure I can cope with that, Smithy, if they win the quadruple. No, nah, a bit tough to stomach. It would be like being a Sheffield United fan at the moment and knowing we're, we're picking out what games in the champ- which games in the championship you want to go to uh, next season because it's not looking good for them. 8-0 down to Newcastle yesterday. Hey, would you expect anything but our very best side against Italy? Well, it has to be. They, they haven't played, Smithy. I, I actually, mm. myself and Justin Marshall spoke about this when we were in France together. We, we would have rolled out our strongest lineup against Namibia because you were going to go have a two-week break. Like, how much rugby has our best lineup? And I know injuries have played a part in this, but how much footy have they played together? It, it's interesting to me um, how much Ireland have depended on their strongest sort of 23, 25 players so far in this tournament. Um, New Zealand have to get them on the park, have to get them on the park against uh, Uruguay in the final game. So you, you've got to roll with your, your number one lineup uh, right through to the end of this tournament from here on in, I would think. But what do I know? Yeah, what do we know? Exactly. Well, we know exactly what we know. We know that uh, from tomorrow onwards, uh, you uh, will, within the capable with hands of Louis Herman Watt, Robbie is on deck at the moment as well, uh, taking over the show, and uh, you do a fantastic job. And who knows? Who knows? The longer I stay over here, over there, the better the Black Caps will be. So let's hope I stay there for a long time, eh? Well, the, the, the beauty of it, Smithy, with time zones, you won't have to put us put up with us pestering you, right, for, for a chat. It'll be way too early. Uh, and oh, and look, any advice? Any advice? No. Any no-go subjects with, with, with uh, you know, my colleagues? Are there any yeah, just points be, I should stay clear of? Just be wary of Louis Herman Watt because uh, there's an outside chance that you might get a call at 2 o'clock one morning and Louis Herman Watt if so. I've got someone. I've got someone on the line who wants to talk to us now. We have to do a pre-record. Can you get into the studio and do that? Can you do that? Uh, that's all I'll say. <laughs> well, I've worked long enough with uh, Louis in a previous life. He, he knows I'm definitely not answering his phone calls. <laughs> oh my goodness! I like I, I'll be available. I'll be available. Um, no, no worries at all. Just ring me any time. 
How yeah. are New Zealand play Smithy? Let, let, let me get my first question in on mornings with Ian Smith. How are New Zealand placed for this World Cup? Um, I think we're... Um, I, I didn't mightily at that. Uh, 2015, 2019, uh, I didn't see us making the semi-finals, let alone the final. I'm in the same boat right now, but this is subcontinent conditions. A little bit more worried this time around. Yeah, fair enough. What? A bit like 2011. Okay. Then. Yeah, a bit, a bit like, like 2011. that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're on to it, mate. Okay, um, Daniel McCarty with you tomorrow, folks. Daniel, thanks so much for making yourself available today and for the next uh, 33 months. Good luck.